quick business update. We made budget second month in a row, so I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your generosity. Give yourselves a hand. Yeah, thank you very much. We print that information on the back of the bulletin. Keep going. Uh, May and June are usually kind of our low months because that's when a lot of people move away. So just pray and keep giving and keep going as, as well as you can. We appreciate you partnering with us in ministry here. We're going to continue our series now called Authentic Church. And in this series, what we're learning is what a real church looks like. Uh, We're seeing a lot the theme of affliction and difficulty. We're also seeing the theme of genuine spiritual transformation that takes place when Jesus comes to a community and people believe and start to follow him and then gather together in a community. As we're studying this, our prayer is that as a community, we would be a more authentic church ourselves, that we would learn what that looks like, actually love each other, care for each other, uh, walk in this uh, genuinely transformed way. We are on page 986 in the Black Bibles. If you don't have a Bible and want to follow along with us, this week we'll be moving into the end of chapter 2 and on into the beginning of chapter 3, and we're calling it Authentic Belonging. Um, This was kind of a tricky text this week because it's a transition text. So he's kind of carrying on some of the ideas we've talked about the last few weeks, and then he's moving into a new section where he's going to be praying for the Thessalonian church. And there were three big themes we saw here. We see as we study the text, that there's this theme of opposition, that there is uh, genuine spiritual opposition that they're facing. We saw the theme of affliction again. And then finally, the theme that I kind of picked is our main theme to hang everything else on, and that's belonging. And when I say belonging, I mean the sense of spiritual family. Um, Studies are showing now, we're starting to understand how the human body works a little better, that when you feel like you belong, there's this chemical released in your body that uh, helps you to bond with other people. It's called oxytocin. Any, we have any chemists, any uh, medical people here? Oxytocin there. Oxytocin's uh, released in family situations, also like just in the workplace when you actually feel like you're part of the team. Um, so there's this chemical that actually uh, reinforces our sense of belonging when that takes place. I was thinking about an uh, important piece of literature, I think from the 80s, and there's a song. Um, you might recognize this one. It goes like this. I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to read the words. No, no, I'm not that good. Somewhere out there beneath the pale moonlight, someone's thinking of me and loving me tonight. Somewhere out there, someone's saying a prayer that we'll find one another in that dream somewhere out there. If you're having a hard time remembering it, think of of a mouse with a big full moon looking up at the sky, right? It was an American tale. It was this heartbreaking story of this little mouse that was immigrating to America, and then there's a disaster, and he gets separated from his family. And so you're following him along, trying to get reconnected to his family. We see again and again this theme in the scriptures that we are spiritually separated from our connection with God because of our sin. So the Bible often talks about us being spiritual orphans, and the good news is that we have a loving heavenly father who came after us to rescue us in Jesus. So that's the good news we celebrate. And that good news makes us belong to God and also to each other. So we've got this mixed group of people. We're all different ages, different races. We come from different cities, different neighborhoods. We have different backgrounds, different likes, different dislikes. But in Christ, we're bound together. We belong to one another. And that's what Paul's going to be talking about in this section. So let's read chapter 2, 17 through chapter 3, verse 5. But since we were torn away from you, brothers, for a short time, in person, not in heart, we endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face because we wanted to come to you. 
I, Paul, again and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown or boasting before our Lord Jesus at his coming? Is it not you? For you are our glory and joy. Therefore, when we could bear it no longer, we were willing to be left behind at Athens alone, and we sent Timothy, our brother, and God's co-worker in the gospel of Christ, to establish and exhort you in your faith, that no one be moved by these afflictions, for you yourselves know that we are destined for this. For when we were with you, we kept telling you beforehand that we were to suffer affliction, just as it has come to pass, and just as you know. For this reason, when I could bear it no longer, I sent to learn about your faith, for fear that somehow the tempter had tempted you and our labor would be in vain. So Paul here, as I said, he's mixing together these kind of layers, these different themes. There's affliction as we follow Jesus. 